Hello, everybody. Woo! Today on Patch Notes by Gaming Access Weekly, again, hello! We're not gonna make excuses for our absence, but life's been really lifey these past few months. If you get my drift, most of you probably can. Anyway, it's the night before the Game Awards, and we are here to catch you up on what we've been up to, what we'd like to get up to, and talk about the biggest gaming industry event of the year! Welcome back, everyone! Hi, guys! How's it feel to be back, everybody, after, my god... It was like the week after Summer Game Fest. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. It's been a year. Yeah, I feel like the last time we were all together, I was gushing about Final Fantasy 16. And there's been like multiple other games that I've been gushing about since. Yeah, the last uh, <laughs> six months have been quite busy. Yeah. Life has been, been life real hard. Yeah. Uh, Life's got hands. God. Jesus. So I guess... uh fitting point would be what's you know what's new with everybody since then since you know part of the reason we hope you guys tune in is that you get to know us so we're gonna keep you apprised at what we've been up to so who wants to go first uh i'll take that um honestly not uh just kind of uh, not to be the boring person over here, but uh, just work. Oh, I will uh, have you in... beat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, this is what happens at like 35 plus, right? Um, like just work, uh, you know, working out and and uh, playing video games, you know, like like uh, one does. Um, that's a that's really about it. I can't really comment. I can't really say too much about anything else. Just. Well, working through uh, what life is, and uh, yeah, so there, my segment's done. Well, hey, <laughs> oh, oh no, I, let me let me let me. You're really fascinating because I mean, your fitness journey has been amazing. Oh, how many days it. has it been already? Um, yeah. I am at well, I my first, uh, I started working out every day, well, every weekday, starting on January fourth. Uh, so I've been. I haven't missed a day yet. There have been some days where I've had to like combine workouts into like on Monday and Tuesday combined into one day, but I haven't uh, missed a workout except for like once when I had a cough, I had to skip a cardio session. But uh, outside of that, no. And um, kind of, uh, I was running a little bit late today because Wednesday I go to the gym after work. So I uh, was, uh, a. <laughs> I had to get home. I had to shower. I had to make myself some quick, something quick to eat and then jump into here. So, um, but yeah, I've, uh, it's like 220 something days, maybe 230 or something like that. Now, um, I've been keeping that running on twit, twit, tat, twex to Twitter or twitx and, and threads. And I should probably put that on blue sky as well. Cause it's everywhere else. Um, but, uh, I, I did actually, in the meantime, I did, it, uh, go to TwitchCon, which was amazing is first convention that I got to go to since uh 2019 oh, and man wow. i missed i've missed conventions so much and just like seeing people and the i got to meet a lot times. of cool people the before times yeah <laughs> got to lot, meet a lot of cool people got to see the uh warframe devs again and that was really cool got to go to their little party um and uh let's see but 
But yeah, it was uh, really cool. Never been to Vegas before. It is simultaneously the least walkable city and the least drivable city on the planet. Um, I know that somebody will probably tell me that that's wrong, but man, uh, while we were there, like they were setting up for the F1 race that was in November and it like roads were a mess. Like everybody was complaining. Every Uber that we had was complaining about it. Like it was atrocious. Um, and like, just to go like two miles, it was like a, a $30 Uber. It sucked. Um, <laughs> like I, I ended up walking back from, I can't remember. I think it might've been the warfare party or one of them like, uh, to back to our hotel. And it was, it was like a, uh, it was not that far of a walk. Like I would say maybe like a mile, but it felt like so much further. It was just, uh, yeah, it was, a. Uh, it was all right. <laughs> the, the the con itself was awesome. Like I had a lot of uh, fun there. Um, luckily, I uh, was I I did get my vaccine beforehand, so I didn't have to worry about like apparently a lot of people caught the newest strain of COVID from it. Which go get your vaccine, kids. Um, but uh, outside of that, I had something else I wanted to say, and I don't recall now. It'll come back at some point. But yeah, TwitchCon was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, Vegas was pretty cool. I only lost $20 because that's all I could afford to lose. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, outside of that, just uh, playing games. Been playing a bunch of uh, um, Destiny, of course. Like, uh, actually re-downloaded a bunch of uh, people in one of my, in the Destiny story and wanted to get back into Sea of Thieves since the, uh, the PvE thing is launching so it's like the safer seas like the private server is launching tomorrow so on the the what is today's the sixth so on the seventh it's launching and so we're like anxious like gonna try and get in there and have a lot of fun with that um oh that's what it was uh, because of twitchcon kind of reinvigorated me to get back into streaming so redid my setup and now i've been streaming um i've missed a couple days just for life reasons but uh, I'm back, uh, back streaming on my own, uh, Twitch channel again. So twitch.tv slash anthemetal. You can check it out there or everywhere else. Um, I'm actually, I don't know if, I don't think we're doing anything for tomorrow for the TGAs, but I'm going to be live reacting to it. So yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't have plans, but what about we all get in a discord room and that then... look, I would be happy with that. Yeah, we could all hang out and we could we could do we'll, we'll talk after we'll 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 hash out the deets later because <laughs> I want to do this. But, <laughs> but I was going to po- uh, posit that to everyone if they wanted to hang out and do a thing do like a war room. But uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Um. I've been playing a uh, Dead Space the original or the remake on my Twitch channel since it came to Game Pass, so it's really cool. That's one of my favorite horror games of all time, and like I have a tat of it, anyways. And getting back into playing that is just like the the fun thing is seeing the places they've changed. And I know it's a game that came out what in January, but like me getting back into it and like, having such an, an astute knowledge of the first of the game that came out of uh, fifty. 15 years ago i don't like saying those words <sighs> oh god that was 15 years ago yeah yes, yes it yeah, was <laughs> yeah oh and uh yeah it's uh it's really cool seeing like the the differences though hearing isaac talk is weird i've never gotten over that even with dead space two and three <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, that's uh, about it for what for for me. What's uh, everybody else been up to? Uh, I guess I could go next. I'm trying to like think about what I've been doing for the past six or so months. <laughs> right. It's like condense this all into <laughs> five minutes. Oh God. Well, a lot of gaming. Um, Starfield finally came out, and yeah. my first playthrough was like a hundred and fifty hours. Got it on Steam again, so I'm starting a modded <sighs> playthrough. Um, Alan Wake. Oh my god, yeah. Alan Wake finally got a sequel, and it's just... If you haven't played it yet, please do. It's so good. Eventually. Uh, eventually. I'm working do. on it, okay? Yeah. Please, I need Listen, to talk I, to someone about it. I started playing the... I never played the uh, through the original, so I was playing the original over the weekends. And, uh, yeah. so Just to, to try and get uh, back into that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? Um, yeah, almost the same thing. Just work, gaming. Um, went to Fan Expo in Canada, which was a lot of fun. This Sick. past weekend, actually, I went to KupoCon, which is like a Toronto-based... Well, they do it all over the world, but it's like a fan-run Final Fantasy event, which is a lot of fun. A lot of Final Fantasy fourteen players, a lot of legacy Final Fantasy players. It was a lot of fun. I took a break from Final Fantasy fourteen, which is shocking. But I'll be coming back in January, because it's been too long, and I miss it a lot. And I'm currently playing Baldur's Gate 3, my second playthrough of Cyberpunk, my second playthrough of Starfield, and a game called War Tales, if you haven't heard of it. It's like a cool strategy game, which is on Game Pass. Um, wow, what else did I do? Um, ate a lot of food. Worked out here and there. Um, work. I already mentioned work. And yeah, I really can't think of anything else. I wish I kept like a journal of the past six months so I can give you a more concise update. But yeah, that's been me for the last couple of months. Nice. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> trying to remember like week to week. It's it's basically I uh, I'm sure like everyone else, I track myself through uh, video game releases. Be like, all right, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it was this time and this time, and well, yeah. Oh man, I have been doing nothing but applying to jobs. So it's, it's a full time job if, itself. Yeah. Trying oh, yeah. to make distinctive cover letters and being a mom. Hey, Will, you want to say hi? Yeah. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Will. <laughs> hi. Hi. So, you know, my kiddo is almost five, he Ooh. turns five in a week. I can't believe it. Oh my goodness. Yep. <laughs> that So yeah. I mean applying to jobs, being a mom. Kids are like the bi- bi- best barometer of aging. Because... Oh my god, I have so much gray hair, you guys. So much. Like that, uh, that's time... why I don't leave my beard anymore cuz you can see <laughs> one side is just full of uh, just white hairs that, everywhere. The so uh, I did no shave November and my like there is one spot on my beard that is just like a white patch. And I went, what the, what, where did that come from? It just, it just appears. It's just there. And this is why I also dye my hair. <laughs> oh yeah. I dyed my hair pink. So my avatar is a little out of date, but it was pink in October, but now it's like faded out and it's kind of like this cool pink, yellow, like pink bleach, like that I think is cool. Cause it's like Miami. Miami. 
Miami vibes. But yeah, Mm -hmm. no, um, just trying to fit some time in for some creative stuff in my life. And now that 2024 is coming, I don't know, maybe, maybe make some drastic changes around here at Gaming Access Weekly. But I mean, we'll come up with that stuff in the new year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That 2024 pop. Yeah, 2024. I'm not ready for a new year, man. I don't. I don't have my soundboard set up, but I would play an air horn right now. Hang on. You know what? I might have it. Uh, 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 uh. Hang, on. Hang on. I wish I. I wish I didn't mouth. Should we take horn. our headphones off? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just one second. Just. Just bear with me. Here we go. There we go. Oh. <laughs> Look, Discord gave me access to a soundboard. Just my audio. Don't blame me. Blame Discord. (laughs) My computer just gave me a pop-up. Hey, uh, (laughs) do you want to adjust your soundboard volume? (laughs) And it's really weird. So this time last year, you know, I was talking about bomb cyclones and shit. Uh, Right? Yeah. We've got no snow on the ground in North Dakota right now. At least in (laughs) the eastern half of the state. Yeah. No snow. It's still cold it's, down here. It's uh, and I mean, it was it was almost fifty today. Like I went outside without a sweatshirt on. Oh yeah, it um, it's uh, in down here in Texas, it's been um, like I would say like fifty in the morning or like low uh, like high forties in the morning, and then it got up to like seventy three today Fahrenheit. You know, freedom units, not Celsius. So you know, we're not yeah. dying. I'm just making sure right just now. making sure for our for our resident Canadian. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. What, what is, is a kilometer? I'm just kidding. Oh, so it's 21 degrees Celsius. Gotcha. <laughs> there okay. you go. There we go. I have to yeah, have this well, at, open. Let me tell you, man, we we had like we had a streak of like 60 something or it was more than that, like 70 straight days of at least 103. It was miserable. No, so, this summer was horrible. This, it this was, was so bad. One of the worst oh summers that I can remember. It, yeah, it like I've lived in Texas my whole life, and it is it was so miserable this summer. But anyways, uh, s- sorry, Amanda, how we hijacked it about talking about the weather because hey, you brought. Well, it no, up. I mean, yeah, I started the weather talk, <laughs> but it was just like there's no snow on the ground in North Dakota, and my upper Midwestern brain might, you know break here if i don't get some yeah. soon so apparently there's supposed to be some on saturday but i mean it's only supposed to be like an inch yeah we have yeah. like no snow up here at all yet we had a couple of flurries over the weekend so actually me my mom aunt and my partner went to buffalo actually so i was on your side of the barter a couple of days ago and it was like snowing a little bit but yeah we have no snow here um Especially as it gets closer to Christmas, it's like I wouldn't mind like a little snow, you know. As soon as mm-hmm. it's December twenty sixth, it's like, okay, that, goodbye snow. But before <laughs> that, come on. But yeah, no, that's all I got. So, Chewy, I think you're up. Well, so it's been quite a year because I started going back to school for my master's. Woo! Yeah. School. Nice. And Heck because yeah. of change of uh, uh, role in my job, I got a promotion. So I've been working more, kind of. So Yay. I had to drop a lot of stuff. 
I stopped I stop stopped streaming plus the kids are I have two little ones that take a lot of my time which I love just being with them but it's at the end of the day I I end up dead especially when when I'm studying <laughs> I I have so many days I've seen Soul and Through Metal through the through social media so that got me back into <laughs> working out trying to keep up trying to be healthy trying to have enough strength and, and stamina to keep up with the, with the, my two little spawns i have been playing this year i did play for a while a lot of tears in the kingdom i did a lot of pokemon and i can't wait for the teal mask uh well wait no indigo plateau Indigo disc. Oh my god. So, what are these words you're saying? Yeah, I have no uh, idea. The next DLC that comes out next week. Oh. I oh, for Pokemon. I can't wait for that. Po- oh, yes. oh, yeah. Oh, I was okay. like, but there's no DLC for Zelda. What's going on? No, 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 no. For Pokemon. Sorry. I, I, I jumped real quick. And I've been playing Starfield. I, I got a taste of the, for the first time in over maybe almost 20 years. The first time I've got a taste of playing Xbox. Kinda, because I did the free. I got a free month of Xbox uh, Ultimate Pass, mm-hmm. and then I tried Starfield. Definitely gave me that Fallout feel. Oh yeah! Like it got me. Like Fallout Four got me. That's my first Fallout game that I played. Fallout Four just sinked me in, and I after that I loved the series. Um, I think it gets you yep there's such a wealth of stuff to do there i know you can spend hours and not do anything oh yeah the first time i played fallout 3 it took me 60 hours to realize hey i should probably do the main quest now right i um i played fallout 3 uh god that was actually that was my first fallout game but it was also like the first game i got on uh, 360 and i followed a guide from good old game facts that was basically it wasn't like a guide to uh uh it was basically a guide just to hit every single location on the map and I, so i would get to location do everything there and then like you know do whatever quest and then get to the next location and stuff but yeah man it's uh starfield is, is like that i'm glad to, to hear you're you're having that time with it I know it's it's amazing now. Now I'm trying to to go through it just to finish my playthrough. But at the same time, I don't want to finish the main story because sometimes when I finish my main story, even if I have a lot of things to do, my brain just shuts off, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, next game. You know? See, no, I I get that. I have the opposite problem of where um I'm like I don't want this to stop, but then I'll burn myself out doing everything else, or something else will come out, and I'll be like oh, I'll get back to this. Every single Bethesda game has been like that. It's the same as like uh playing uh that's how I used to play RPGs is you know do everything, get to the final boss, and be like ah, I'm not gonna finish this. I don't want this to stop. I did I did that with Tears of the Kingdom. I I, I was ready to get get the final boss, but I'm like uh, if let me do anything and everything possible to get that everything or, I can. May or may not yeah. be how my Breath of the Wild save is at this exact moment. That's You've exactly not how finished my... Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I might. Yeah. Uh, Link is maybe stuck in Hyrule Castle. Oh no! Oh god! 
Oh god, See, that's, that's I haven't started needed. or finished it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same position. I'm basically at the end of Tears of the Kingdom. Done all the temples, done everything, and then we stopped. And it's December sixth now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at I some love point, I do want to go back. And yeah, it's an amazing game. Oh god, it's amazing. But it, it, it has its <laughs> stuff. You know that my brother. He is one of the biggest Zelda fans forever, like since he was, and he's older than me, since he was a pint. And the only thing he he didn't like, which I think I kind of agree, but don't, is the story on this Tears of the Kingdom might be a little bit too messy. And and that kind of threw him off. And I'm like, but if you think about it, this, I'm trying to like look for a way to... To say like no 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 it, I know it's messy but it's still worth it because I loved it for the fact but I I think the story may, might complicate things moving forward. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like, I loved Breath of the Wild. I'm loving Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like the story is the last piece of the puzzle for me. It's the world. Although... The world is just worth the time you spend in it. Honestly, I think we're getting yeah, a little. Into our yeah. uh, discussion oh, for the geez. next segment here, <laughs> <laughs> game of the year talk will be definitely part of what we talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's about it. That that's I'm tr- I'm gonna go try to go back to see if I can because I, I still have a few more months of uh, school. I I'm gonna try to balance that kids work and see if I can start streaming again at some point in my life. Nice. Yeah. Woo. It's a, yep, it's a, uh, it's juggling. I mean, I've, uh, personally, I feel like I'm talking too much. I'm sorry. Um, I, I feel, uh, it, I've definitely gotten to the point where it's like, oh man, I real I'm going to stream. And then like yesterday it was like, all right, time to stream. And then it was like, Hey, seasonal depression just suddenly hits and you're like, oh, never mind. I gotta, Oof. I gotta do head right. Get head out. Go sleep. Do thing. But I mean, I feel like happens. I've, I've definitely run into that a lot these past couple of months myself, and it just, it you know, you, you gotta do you, and it's so draining, especially with you know the rest of life doesn't stop. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Nope. No matter how bad you feel, no matter how bad it is for you at the, at at a certain point, the world won't stop spinning. So, yeah, we it, have um, to do our best, our best. That's what best especially with like about. everything going on this year as well, like at, with all like the layoffs and the other you know stuff, and all the other just trying to, in the world. Yeah, and just trying yeah, to keep it stay sane through that, and like not have it like bog us down. It's a uh, yeah. Although Will I, I, just kissed my cheek and I kind of want to cry. That was so oh, sweet. That's so adorable. <laughs> you oh, know, I might, be, might, might get criticism for this, but that's one of the reasons I am trying to stay off as much as I can from the news because it's, it's, it's too much. It's the world's, yeah. The world's too much right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you really can't get away from it. Away yeah. from any of the news. Let's, it, let's get off this depression train. I don't like oh, God, this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> let's talk about uh, this is the, game like, awards. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. I'm going to set that up. 
we're going to take a quick stretch break because my leg's already falling asleep because I have a 45-pound human sitting on it. And then while we take a stretch break, you're going to get a few moments of music because it sounds better than a hard cut. And we'll be right back. All right, everybody. So the Game Awards are tomorrow. Hopefully you're... Hopefully you're listening to this beforehand. Hopefully future me was able to hit publish on this by noon on Thursday. But if not, you can laugh and you can see how wrong or surprisingly right uh, we are. So there's that. (laughs) First off, game of the year. I mean, that's the marquee thing, you know, that always closes out the show. And... This year, there was a little bit of controversy around there with was the addition there? of Resident Evil 4. I mean, oh, people yeah. were talking. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. They I should have put Bluey. Just oh, saying. shut up. <laughs> I, I, I have a kind of a struggle with it because it's like the amount of work that they did for Resident Evil 4 is basically making the game from the ground up but it is based on the bones of an already existing property and an, uh, an already existing title. So, uh, it's, yeah. I, I mean, we kind of get into the whole thing of like, what does game of the year even mean? Is it the best game of the year? Is it the game that defined the year? Like, I honestly, I I mean, from the list of what they, they gave us, um, I was sad to see that Hi-Fi Rush wasn't uh, nominated, at least, because I think mm-hmm. it absolutely deserves to be nominated. Uh, that game absolutely. is fantastic. It's it, Everyone that's ever played Devil May Cry or Bayonetta or you know any uh, character action game like that has said, oh, man, this would be really cool if it was to music. Every single person. like it, It's like, man, wouldn't it be cool to play a fighting game where every hit was to the music? And Hi-Fi Rush did that. And not only that, they did it twice. They, they, if you haven't played Hi-Fi Rush, they have licensed music for boss battles and a couple of other encounters. So it's like Nine Inch Nails and uh, The Prodigy and stuff like that. But then they made Streamer Mode, which had all original music, and it's really good. Like in some cases, I prefer that music over those licensed tracks. And the, I, the fact that they were able to get the the bones of that synced up and it's like it everything syncs up to the music like your walking is synced to the music your all of your fighting is synced up to the music it is incredible it and it it also has a style unto its own like there's nothing like there, there, it's like a a lot of people compared it to a saturday morning cartoon because it definitely has those kind of uh like animation aspects to it but it's it's so good. Please go play Hi-Fi Rush. It's super deserved to be on the game of the... But uh, from all the other noms, like I can't see it not being Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, I could, I guess, see it going to Alan Wake, but Baldur's Gate 3 has been the thing that defined the year 100%. Like, it helps that it came out in a time like... Because it came out uh, in September, right? Like, officially well, out of... Early well, access it came out of 1.0 in August for PC, and then That's September right. for PlayStation. And, and it came out early in early access t- three yeah. years ago. 
but it came out at a time before Armored Core, right? In a time, it was a brief window of time where nothing else big was really releasing, so it kind of had the moment to itself and just ran with it. Everybody's like, oh my god, what? And it proves to the capabilities of what early access can do. I also don't think anybody has actually finished Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I think everybody has just played um, a ton of Act 1 and not gotten to the other acts. But because <laughs> yeah, that's it, a common thing that I've seen floating around social media. Like I haven't started yet. My husband's been playing because he bought it when it was early access. I think when it first came out, but I know he hasn't. I mean, he's maybe only in the middle of act one. Yeah. It, because it's so big. There's so much to do. I, and I have no idea where I am in act one because I'm about 22 hours in, but it almost feels like it's, almost done for me but I, I don't know what the signifier is when act two starts so i'm not <laughs> entirely sure where i am it uh it speaks so much to how larian makes things and i mean they've they've already proven it with the other uh the divinity games they made previously it they know how to craft these stories and these types of games and it does feel like they've basically spent the last I don't know how many years of actual development on this, making like three full-length games and cramming it all into one. The fact that they they have planned on every single different outcome for every different encounter is just insane, and it's all voice acted. It's in, yeah. they're insane people. They are crazy people over there. Uh, if any criticism I've heard about Baldur's Gate three, I have not gotten. This is all secondhand, so take that with a grain of salt. Uh, is that Act 2 and 3 seem to be a lot buggier than the rest of than Act 1. And simply because they spent the majority of the time in early access playing, like Act 1 I think was the only, I don't know if it was the only available act you could play. Somebody correct me on that if I'm wrong. But... Yeah, it was just Act 1 I believe in early access. I'm mm. almost 100% sure. Yeah. So the majority of of playing time on that you know and bug fixing came from that and so i don't know maybe uh, um but outside you know it's to me that it's far and away or, or not i won't say far and away the only other one i could see it going to would be maybe alan wake i mean it, which is crazy because tears of the kingdom came out you know and in early this year we we're like oh nothing's gonna beat tears of the kingdom what what has this year been I honestly, yeah. But I think to that point, I'm on the reverse of that. I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. It is great, but I've had some very bizarre bugs in Act 1. Really? And I'm, Yeah, there was... I don't want to talk too much into detail because I don't know where everyone is. But I did something, and when I left the certain area and came back, it was undone, and I had to do it again for the oh, second boy. time. And I was very confused because this something or some or the other did not react to what I had already done. It's almost like it never happened. And it was very jarring. But even besides... Okay, listen, we've played a lot of buggy games. I mean, for God's sake, I love Starfield and I saw <laughs> yeah. people float into the ceilings. It happens. It's Bethesda jank. It's part of the it's, experience. It's, it is. But, a very a lot, charm. but a lot less than anything I've ever experienced in past Bethesda titles. But that being said, Baldur's Gate 3 is still, perf is still a fantastic game, but Alan Wake 2 is perfect. 
in every single way possible. And that's why I think, for me anyway, it should go to Alan Wake 2. Because at no point, it's one of those games where it's like no notes from beginning to end, barely mm-hmm. any performance issues. I had maybe one bug. Gameplay is incredible. The storytelling is just unlike anything I've ever experienced. It's just the perfect game, and I don't say that lightly. And I think it's like in the year where Starfield came out, a Bethesda game, which I would automatically love because I love what they do. Alan Wake 2 was my favorite game this year. Oh, I, I, let's I, get I, into I that. Think, I mean, yeah. what's everybody else's prediction for game of the year? I predict that either Marvel Spider-Man 2 or Baldur's Gate. The reason I'm picking those two is because Baldur's Gate, although for me specifically, I've never played played it. I know because of all the hype and all the talk I've heard everywhere. And the fact that it's been like that since it came out, it gives an indication that people from every part are loving it. Now, when it comes to Marvel Spider-Man 2... Just the fan base alone will give it will give it that push. Uh, I played Spider Man One. I absolutely love Miles Morales representing Puerto Rico, and uh, the fact that you can put those two amazing characters together, Peter Parker and Miles Morales, in one game, plus uh, uh, Venom and a few other great villains in it, it seems that they just made something magical happened. Uh, I can't wait to to go and start that one because I need to finish one and two. All Same. that I've heard about Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 2 has been just, just like Baldur's Game. Non-stop praises. Uh, Resident Evil itself, uh, I love the game. I played the original dozen of times. I played a few more times the remake but I think I think it's gonna take a back row. I I don't think it's gonna be a winner. Super Mario Bros. Wonder I do believe might be a little bit more to the niche of Super Mario fans, so might not have got, get that many points. And when it comes to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which I absolutely loved, as much as I loved it, I think it fizzled quicker than expected. Alan Wake on that the other that's hand. A- Sorry, not to to cut you off, but do you think that Tears of the Kingdom fizzled because of the quality, like the quantity and of of quality titles this year? I think in part it was abandoned. Because even though it has a lot of... Yeah, because even though it has a lot of glitches... Uh, and I stopped updating it just because I got some of the duplication glitches uh, done right. It makes the game more creative. People got creative, got fun. What was it? They put with the little stones and they started making music. Um, the the ways they I, created monsters, it, yeah. it was fantastic. Like I saw somebody I, make a mech. All the different ways yes. of uh, of oh, torturing yeah. Koroks. Oh, the, Think about it this way: the Korok position. <laughs> at one point it just stopped it just it was like it went dry for for one spot to another it it was a few months here's the kingdom this that this that and then it's just it stopped i mean to yeah. be fair that's the media cycle or the hype cycle of any game and considering it's a single player game just to have people talking about a single player game for that many months non-stop and creating content about it is great 
a lot of people right now were in the middle of the Baldur's Gate slash Alan Wake storm, but that also will die down. I don't think it fizzled out. I think it's I mean, just. I think lethal companies already taken that mantle. Oh God! Oh yes. yeah, for yep. sure. So yeah, and, and yeah, I don't know about that. I think Tears of the Kingdom is just one of the many pinnacle experiences we've had this year that they're all just kind of crashing into each other at this point. Right, and then like, Lethal Company comes out of nowhere. Um, I'm looking at like the release calendar, somewhat of the release calendar, you know, and it's like, cause when did Tears of the Kingdom come out? That was, uh, that, was that, May. Was, that was May. That was May. That was May, right? Yeah. That was so, my birthday uh, gift. Here, here's here's this uh, a uh, resin the Resident Evil Four remake came out uh, two weeks later, and let me see where's the I need that one died even here. quicker. That that was that, I that was man I've heard so many people like there Resident <laughs> Evil Four fans are always very loud. Capcom fans in general are very loud, which is fine. <laughs> it's good, but um I've I, everybody that's played it has told me how good it is. It is. And again, I've, it, I've, is, I've, but, it is, but it is. Um, but I, I just think it speaks to the, to how strong of a year that we've had in games that it's just saying like, you know, saying that um, it died is kind of less indicative this year uh, amongst every other year we've had, you yeah. know, if this happened in like 2019, I would say, yeah, that that's pro- maybe a problem, but when it's uh a year like this year has been just banger after banger. Like it seems like every two weeks that we're getting another giant game or something coming out. That's taking everybody's breath away. The yeah, wallets the... are hurting at this year. Oh God. Yeah. And we've had so many nominations, but I think for me, this brings to the conversation. Maybe we should have a category for remakes because Resident right. Evil 4 could have easily be replaced with games like Hi-Fi Rush. Yes. And I'm sorry. One of the best narrative action games of the year final fantasy 16 the fact that stop it (laughs) the (laughs) fact that ff16 was not nominated for game of the year is an absolute snub but then again this year is so busy and so stocked with so many games you can't really call it a snub but i don't know something about resident evil 4 being in this list it's not to say they don't deserve it it's just to say that maybe a separate categorization could be discussed for remakes Mm-hmm, but you know? know what? I agree because there's been a few few nice remakes like um, um what was it? Metro Prime remake was Yep, uh, Re- Metro Prime remastered which turned out yeah. to be actually a remake. And then Wait, was that this year? Yeah, that was a uh, February oh, this year. The Dead yeah, Space it, remake that I talked about earlier. It, um the last be a category for the remakes. Oh, shut up. The yeah. Last of Us One remastered was that this year? I don't know. Was that this year? It doesn't. Well, it I was PC this year. Oh, that's right. Uh, how could I forget? <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> Apologies, I had to step away for a second to get Will to lay down. But sorry, right. have you guys all shared right. your predictions for Game of the Year? Uh, basically, I know Robin, yeah. you did. I, yeah, I okay. mean. My prediction, uh, what I think will win at the TGAs is Baldur's Gate 3. I think it'll come down to between it and Alan Wake 2. But uh, for me personally, my personal game of the year is Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, that's just for me. And it was a very, uh, out of nowhere, Shadow Drop, one of the uh, best character action games ever made. 
And I know, I, like, Robin talked about how transformative Alan Wake 2 was for him. Mm-hmm. But in that same way, like, Spider-Man 2 for me, like, the first one, I was like, okay, this is fun. Miles Morales, I was like, wow, Insomniac do good. Like, give me another Sunset Overdrive, please. And then I played Spider-Man 2, and there was just something, you know, to take the word magical from Robin. Um, there was something magical about that and how Insomniac was able to craft this incredibly, like, personal human story under the guise of, like, these, you know, superheroes. And I really feel like that the tale they told in that game was that, you know, it's not really about the superhero, it's about the people around them and... No, I just, I love what they did. Not to mention, I mean, I'm going to get The sales the first week, it was ridiculous. I'm going to get into this when we talk about best performer, but, I mean, Yuri Lowenthal is incredible. Oh, yeah. Not to mention, I mean. Everything he's in, he's incredible, but yeah. I mean, Rick the technician. (laughs) Career-defining as a, is Peter. Yeah, I I learned a couple weeks ago he was Rick the Technician in Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and it's like the range on this man this year, because he was also <laughs> Trevor in American Arcadia, who's this poor sap who's stuck in this reality show that <laughs> that's a great he, game. If, I'm attempting uh, to write a review for it. If you are a, uh, uh, I think he also voiced Neil in Camp Camp. Yeah. Which, in what? <laughs> but like the range on that man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just um, when Peter was going through his stuff, like I think everybody knows what his stuff was. But damn. Speaking of, I don't uh, care um, about Tom Holland. Give me Yuri, Yuri as Spider Man <laughs> till I die. Our, um, <laughs> speaking of, like you know, we were talking about performers. Like I guess about the performance like category. Hey, yeah, um, let's segue into that. I mean, let me find the, the nominees. Yeah, for, so, for Yuri. everyone. Yeah, Yuri, oh, sorry, Neil. I mean, Asterion or Astarion, everybody's favorite narcissistic vampire boyfriend. <laughs> um, Melanie Libbard from Alan Wake. Oh, Saga. Oh my yeah. God. Idris Elba character. from Phantom Liberty. Although you know it's Idris Elba, so. Yeah, you know, I'll give it to him. No, 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 yeah. doesn't matter. It's just Cameron just Monaghan um, from Star Wars, Cal, and uh, um, and then Clive. I, I was going to try and do a Clive accent. That didn't work. And the best performance <laughs> winner. Ben yeah, Star I, I, every, I have not gotten the. I don't have a PS5, so I can't play Final Fantasy 16, unfortunately. But yeah, hearing his voicing and his voiceover and stuff, and all the like, watching it and seeing. It is like, oh man, this guy's in. Like he's he's it. Listen, this this man at the end of this game at three a.m. in the goddamn morning, I am just in tears because of his performance and the ending of this game. He deserves best performance. Like this year has been so many incredible performances, including performances by people who are not nominated, including mm-hmm. the duo who play Alan Wake, but yeah. Ben Starr as Clive Rossfield. It was the I'm my personal most impactful performance of the year. Like, I don't think I've cried yeah, but like Starian though. Oh, I'm not a big well, fan like, of Starian. Let's Starian talk about Ben Star for a second. Yeah. Um, 
because I was thinking about him earlier today, and it was just like, I don't play Final Fantasy, but yet I still hang on the man's Twitter, you know, with every tweet oh, he posts. <laughs> he's so good. Like his old, I mean, he's going to be the new Mario, right? I mean, and also like, <laughs> he also uh, like uh, owner of Nintendo or something. I don't remember the, what all the of his random. The yeah, new birds in Grand a, Theft Auto. A voice of a bird in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, he... yeah. Let's let's talk about that. He's like, he's making me think of like Nolan North, circa the Uncharted Three era, oh, um, yeah. in terms oh, of yeah. you know his popularity he... and kind of what he's doing with it right now. And damn, like I said, I don't play Final Fantasy, but I hang on every word from this man on social media. <laughs> you know he, what? Uh... Um, sorry. Go ahead. So, um, over the weekend, as I mentioned, I was at the Final Fantasy event. He was actually one of the guests there with um, his co-star Nina Yandis, who plays uh, Benedicta in FF16. And the crowd went absolutely batshit crazy when he came on stage. And his panel was fantastic. He really knows how to work. He's not just here for the role. He's really here to actually like connect with the actual fans. And mm-hmm. the fact that he's a huge Final Fantasy fan himself just sells it even more. You know? Yeah. I was going to um also uh did y'all see that the uh cast of Baldur's Gate is playing D&D and like is put together uh, what was it oh they have a like a thing Wait, they put what? together called um yeah they were putting together a uh high rollers it, yeah there you go high rollers it was a a group so that, like dimension 20 or like critical role where they all get together and play uh D together and it's fantastic it's it's again just, it's like critical role but british <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, so i think i think we were all kind of in agreement that it's ben stars to lose i think <laughs> of course idris elba could spoil that too but <laughs> i think i i mean i would say like i wish neil would have a uh would would have a kind of a, a go at it, but yeah, I think Ben is the the front runner there. Um, yeah, like uh. Anyways, sorry. And then I mean, uh, we were we talked about you know adding a category for best remake to the game awards, but with a game like Baldur's Gate three, and you know, even hell, Spider Man two, um, Star Wars. They have a best ensemble at the Screen Actors Guild Awards every year. Hmm. You think something like that could cross, you know? That is a great point. I and like it. I, I, yeah, because distilling it all the way down to like the singular performance when it's very obviously like. I, I know I've mentioned uh, Asturian, but all of the characters from Baldur's Gate are iconic. Shadowheart, Carlac, Will, uh, I mean, they all have, they're all voiced, like, to perfection. Yeah. And, ah, man. Yeah, I, I and you were, uh, Robin, you were mentioning uh, um, the <laughs> the insanity that is Alan Wake 2, how there's oh. a body actor and then a voice actor for the body actor, but then the body actor also plays somebody in the game and uses his regular voice. Yeah, as and, so, uh, and the voice actor also plays another character, both yeah. control. Ah. Uh, oh. Well, and then like Remedy, um, her. one of the Ashmore brothers 
I can yeah. never remember which one is which. Sean Ashworth. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Iceman. It's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's in Alan Wake 2, too. And I haven't gotten to play that one yet, but I've, you know, I've watched enough and I've heard enough to know that, you know, all the voice actors fired on all cylinders. <laughs> yeah, even David Harewood as Harwood? David Harwood? Probably Harwood. Harwood. That yeah, David David Harwood as Mr. Door was probably one of my absolute favorites. And that's why I love this idea of doing an ensemble cast, because a lot of these narrative games, a lot of that energy and these incredible performances come from this entire group working together to bring this narrative mm-hmm. to life. So yeah, especially some... as games keep getting more cinematic and Exactly, yeah. like Final Fantasy 16, it wasn't just Clive's story, it was also Joshua's, Jill's, Benedicta, everyone's, right? And you see, like, to play on that too, you see um, more and more voice actors that are coming from, like, stage and screen as well. And a lot of them are doing, um, their parts aren't not necessarily recorded, uh, like, by themselves. They record them in a group. Or so so they get like a feel of like the back and forth like you would get on stage and screen, yeah. Instead of it being so static and being like you know, this person's going to record this and then they're going to record off of the 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 next one or whatever. I don't know if that's how they recorded Baldur's Gate or uh, Final Fantasy, but it certainly felt like it. Like it felt like everybody's in the room together. Yeah. So during the um, during like the the. the panel. Oh my God. Thank you. My brain. I got short circuiting. During the panel, Ben was mentioning like how like during some sessions he would start and then Nina would like play off his just his recordings and they only met like months later for the first time, even though like a good chunk of the recording was already done. And even with that in mind, like like you said, it just feels like they're all in the same room, but they're not. And it's just oh. insane how they pull that off. Even going on that, um, I just was reminded, did y'all see the, uh, uh, it was, uh, someone captured the, oh, what was it? The NPC conversations, like the crowd conversations in Spider-Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> when yeah. It's totally them just improving and just riffing. Yeah. And it's so good. It's, and it's like, oh man, they were just in the booth, like having fun. Well, a pair of them that you meet are actually Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk. <laughs> wait what Great. yeah oh i'm playing spider-man 2 next yeah it's I'm in gonna... one of the side quests oh, <laughs> so good. but it was just like oh my god is that that and then like google it was like oh my god it is them <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh blessing and greg yeah of course are in there <laughs> shirtless spider-man yeah. but yeah I'm, that's not no, greg I... it's a shirtless spider-man and it's not blessing; it's shirtless. Uh, uh, Miles Morales. We're we talking uh, about. They're nowhere to be seen. I love that game, but no, we're talking about performers. And <laughs> if Clive yeah, doesn't with... win, I'm gonna riot. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we all need to start a campaign to get Jeff to be like, "Hey, best ensemble, let's go, baby." I mean, in that same vein, we need to uh, redefine what independent game means. <laughs> because yeah. um, David Diver is not an independent game. Yep. Like, is well, it like, just like, oh, it, it's because it looks like an independent game, but it's, you know, it, by the let's... definition, 
of yeah sorry, i was about ahead. to read the definition go ahead <laughs> so the game awards defines its best independent game as achievement for outstanding creative and technical achievement blah 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 in a game made outside the traditional publisher system and that's where it gets so baldur's gate 3 it. huh Technically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, right. It's, it's Anything with a one point, you know, early access. But, well, Larian is Larian self publishes. They're not. They yeah, don't have a publisher. They they're self publish. Baldur's Gate Three is an independent game. <laughs> Dave the Diver isn't. It's published it is. by Nexon. Nexon's huge. <laughs> I, we do have I'm, a winner. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Like <laughs> when you look at this, it's like what what does this mean? What does this mean, Jeff? What does it mean? It doesn't mean what you said it means. Ah! Well, well, let's get Jeff to have some diversity on stage this year, and then we uh, can talk about. Well, he has a Muppet. Game. He's getting hey. Gonzo. Yeah, let's let's not put let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we'll see what they actually do this year, and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> I just puppet fingers yeah, crossed. Um, as as far as uh, like the best debut indie, um, I honestly wasn't. Yeah, as that is the one. I wasn't as in love with Cocoon as a lot of people were. I did enjoy it a lot, but I also don't think that I am um, of all the uh, the games for. Um, wait, what's this? Is best debut indie, right? Or is this best independent? I uh, sh- well, uh, we can yeah, independent game. Sorry, debut. Oh. Um, I honestly would put it between Dredge and Sea of Stars because yeah. Sea of Stars is, hey, make me Chrono Trigger in 2023, and they did it. Um, and then Dredge is just the best. It's the best part of any open world game fishing, and put in, and make it all about it. And also, there's Cthulhu monsters. Yeah, like I'm hoping because it came out at the end of March, and so that's kind of early in the year. So I'm hoping that say the more recent you know cocoon or even dave the diver yeah yeah but then dredge just came out with the the first run of their dlc too right so it's like fingers crossed because like i'm voting for dredge i voted for dredge in this category just because of the fact that super unique idea um and i really loved the art style and I hadn't really played much of Cocoon because I kind of got lost in the first level and put it down. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, me too. Cocoon, I didn't really click with. I think from this list for me, Sea of Stars, easily. Um, Cocoon is great, but it just... I, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was fun. Um, I vibed so much harder with Jusant. Oh god, um, yeah. Even though I, I don't I guess that's not an independent game, but <laughs> if we're just making <laughs> well, up when, definitions. Um, when did that one come out? That came out in October? September? October 30th. October, yeah. Yeah. Um and I don't know when the cutoff was for the game awards this year. It was well it was oh, well if uh what's it called? I think the the cutoff is usually I know. I think last year it was November. Yeah. Okay. It was November 17th, 2023. I was going to say, I think it was like mid November, but. I mean, listen, if if Dave the Diver gets. What did you say, Chewy? Tossing Bluey. That's why they they didn't include Bluey. Oh, shut up. That's what you were saying. Never mind. What is Bluey? That game is not good. Oh, my God. Bluey, the video game. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's it's probably fine, but from what I've heard, it's like two hours of gameplay for forty dollars, and uh-huh. 
So it's exactly it's, like the Peppa Pig one, except without me. No, no, Does no, it no, have no, an no. outlandish uh, tribute to the queen? You can what? you can it's play short. up to four players. It is short, but it's great for the toddlers. Yeah. I know, but I love my kid, but I'm not spending $40 on a game that so, he'll only play for maybe an hour. <laughs> so, so Robin, I, th- th- I'll tell you this. Uh, so the Peppa Pig game, which came out, I want to say last year, um, you go. Wait, Robin, visit- do you not know what Bluey is? I know. Wait, I don't. I know what Peppa Pig is. I don't know what Bluey is. Oh, <gasps> never mind. Let's. All right, let's back this up. Let's define. Okay, uh, <laughs> you need. You need. You need a little bit more. I Just Google Bluey. Oh, no. Hang on. We need to make a whole Disney separate Plus. podcast oh, no. where it's oh, Robin no. watching Bluey. It's whoa, yeah, whoa. His reaction. Oh, no. Let's let's keep his the, reaction. It's, all right, it's the parents that are gonna be uh, sitting down their other child, Robin, and making him watch children's uh, <laughs> uh, stuff. But you know what? Technically, Bluey was made for parents, for them to to understand and and learn how to handle situations with their kids. It's just that kids actually like the 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 game. Uh-huh. I mean, the Sorry. the it's the a, actual. Uh-huh. It's a nine point four on IMDb. Jesus. It's yeah. incredible, but okay. This is a podcast <laughs> about the game awards. So podcast wait, for I have Bluey to edge it. Okay, so, soon. so now you know what Bluey is. So let me let me uh, just real quick. Um, I mentioned uh, so in Peppa Pig, you go and you visit the Queen, and there's a point where you're playing and splashing in puddles, and it's like yay or whatever, and then it zooms out, and then it hard cuts and just it goes to black and says like rest in peace, Queen. Like to the oh, Queen Elizabeth, you know, because she died, and it was like, oh, it's shoot. just the tonal shift is out of nowhere, and it's like, what, 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 what? It's it's insane. It, it's crazy to make a game like that for that. Um. So yeah, that's why I think Bluey should have also a tribute to the Queen in it. I'm watching. Wait, the isn't Bluey Australian though? Yeah. Yep. But oh, that would be know, the worst. Yeah. That's why it doesn't have a tribute to the Queen. Well, there's a okay. No, I'm not talking about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just watched the clip. Coming back. Coming back. Coming back to the awards. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna oh. go from best indie game to best. <laughs> splash, splash. Oh god. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna segue from best debut indie, or from god damn it, from best indie to best debut indie, because. Were we just? I don't know. God, you we guys were, suck. I think we were. We were all. We, well, it's because they're con, they're they're like this. They're together. Look, dredges should win both. All right. I know Pizza no, no, Tower no. is really good, but Dredge should win both. That's it. Venba. Venba should so win good. best debut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I played Venba's. like a little bit of it. It made me very hungry and feel too much. I, uh, oh, finish automatic. it! It's really short. I got, I gotta finish it. Yeah, Vimba's been on my, they're, uh, been they're my making downloaded a cookbook. folder for forever. Oh, I'm buying that. They're making a cookbook. I'm so excited. Just thinking that about was it the first thing hungry. I wanted. I was just like, I want a cookbook of this that I don't have to try to piece together. <laughs> well, I think in that vein. All right. Whoa. All right. Not that one. Yeah. Go on. Computer, computer, cooperate. PCY, PC, PC work. PC <laughs> yeah, do. right. Please hold. So, best game direction. We've got Alan Wake 2, Winner. Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and 
The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Now, the blurb for Best Game Direction is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. You know what, y'all? I love these games, but for game direction and design, Super Mario Bros. Wonder did some truly batshit crazy things in the level design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, uh, uh, whenever you go. It could be a spoiler there. (laughs) It it could be, but they show it in at uh, they show it in the trailers. Like when you capture a wonder flower. The psychedelic stuff that goes on is <laughs> wonderful. Um, <laughs> Damn it. My husband's like, my husband was like, the first time he saw it, he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, did I just take drugs? Yeah, it, it is very much a what is happening right now. What is go- what is happening? And it's it's awesome. Like every single time. And it's always different. And I think that's the coolest thing. Oh, the singing, the 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 flowers. Ah, that should be the best song. That should win best song. Oh, nope. I will fight and die on this hill about the music, but we can come to that later. You know what my answer is probably going to yeah, be. That's a total yeah, hi-fi category, rush. music. No. Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. No. It's a game about music! Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, whatever, Game of Thrones. So get out of here. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, I'm magic. Oh, I have the power of the devil inside of me. Oh, uh, no. Oh, my chocobo icons. died. Oh, no. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> well, if you guys are going to start talking music, best score in music nominees for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack, we have Alan Wake 2. Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'll go with Tears of the Kingdom. Final (laughs) Fantasy 16. There's a Um, certain song that's, I think think it's one of my most played songs this year, according to my Spotify. I I mean, I I really want it to be Hi-Fi Rush just because of how how that game is all about music and it does it so well. Um, but I've also have heard nothing but about how Alan Wake. And I mean, that's always a remedy, how they use music as part of the narrative. Yeah. So, and Hey, old gods of Asgard are going to be at the game awards anyway. So, and I think even, uh, what's the band that, uh, Sam Lake plays in. Yeah, that they're going to be there, too. Really? Wait, Sam Lake is in a band, too? Oh, yeah. of course he's in a band. Are you kidding me? Sam Lake is the closest thing we have to a Western Kojima. Uh, Hang on, I'm looking That's it up. That's a good way of putting it, actually. <laughs> Jeff Keighley. I don't know. Wait, why are you looking up Jeff Keighley? <laughs> no, and you know what? Because I couldn't think of looking up the Game Awards account. Oh. So, hang on, the Game Awards. Yeah, there it is. Because they announced... Yeah, I tweeted okay. it out earlier, but I think we need a Game Award for Best Sam Lake Look of 2023. <laughs> it's just the Max Payne face. <laughs> or should I say Best Sam Lake Fit of 2023? Because every time you saw Sam Lake, he was always just impeccably dressed. 
He is Look, the most fashionable what? person. Anthony Mackie is going to be at the game. All right. Oh, yeah, for he's uh, Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Sam Lake's uh, TikTok is fantastic. Oh, yep. I was about to mention that. It is great. It's just him drinking coffee in front of different places. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to live that life. Oh, right. where is it? Hang on. Hang on. I will find it. Just hang on. Hang on. Are you hanging on? No. That's the old Gods of Asgard tweet. Yeah. Um, um, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, looking at this best scored music, like, again, this has been a year, not just great games, but great soundtracks, great soundtracks. Like, even the Starfield soundtrack by Inanzur was incredible. Um, the God, there are so many games oh. this year. Jagline of the Fall. Oh, Poets of the Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Poets of the, the Fall. Yeah, that's his band? I want to say. No, because Poets of is. the Fall are the ones who play Old Gods of Asgard. Are the Old Gods of Asgard. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's that's just like right. besties yeah. with them, isn't he? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. like, wait, isn't that. That looks like. <laughs> when you look at their thing, it looks like him on there. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, to well, the left, it looks like, like him. But, anyways, they're they're all a bunch of yeah. memers. I think they're just besties, you know. Yeah, yeah. which isn't surprising, <laughs> although it does make it hell for uh, DMCA stuff. Right. God. <laughs> In this Robin, category you... too, I I played Goodbye Volcano High this year and loved it, and like the music was very different from anything you see on this list here. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I thought it was worth a shout out. Um, oh, Jusant should have a oh, soundtrack yeah. listed on here. Uh, I uh, even though like I played like a uh, you know got through all the game and everything it's it is kind of uh I mean it's made by uh don't nod so very heady kind of mystical and stuff but the soundtrack is that's where it hits like yeah it's all like that soundtrack is amazing there were a lot even of even if you don't ever play the game listen to the soundtrack cuz it is one of those just meditative like all it's just a great experience yeah, there were a lot of moments where I would just kind of like sit and just look at the sights and just let the soundtrack just loop in the background mm -hmm. for like hours. Like my game, my game time for that game is definitely a lot longer than what it should take to finish the game. And that's pretty much credited to the soundtrack and mm -hmm. just chilling. And because just because it is don't nod um, for people who have played the Life of Strange games, there are these moments where you can kind of like reflect and there's just kind of like shots of different angles of the environment around you just sounds the exact same thing and it's great and yeah honestly listen to nick even if you don't play just listen to the soundtrack it's, it's on, on spotify. spotify yeah you know what's not on <laughs> spotify jinx. which is just frustrating the final fantasy 16 soundtrack uh -huh. which is why i'm gonna friggin buy that's, it at this point that's how that's what square does though they always release yeah. the soundtracks like i don't know like a year down the road it took them forever to put uh the older, uh, like the near soundtrack on there. Like, I think it was two or three years after near came out. You know what? I don't think the Endwalker soundtrack is even on Spotify yet. Or Final Fantasy surprise me. God damn it. <sighs> yeah. Damn it's, square. it's really frustrating because FF 16 for me was probably the best soundtrack this year, but I'll, I have to listen to it on like YouTube. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> uploaded playlist, Have but I think I'm compression. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just gonna cave and just get it on Apple Music because it's like thirty six bucks 
or like Oof. 80 plus songs though but yeah yeah that's true it's, it's just worth it you know <sighs> so good but no even alan mctwo soundtrack Baldur's gate 3 soundtrack is also very good hi-fi rush like you said is just it's just a it's the game oozes it's... and its existence depends on its music and its music is very good I've uh in it since it's on Spotify, like I'll put it on like either when I'm working out or just like in the background because it yeah. a lot of their songs are you know the background music and then I find myself like doing stuff to the beat and just like yeah da, 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 I made da. I made the mistake of listening to the boss theme from Final Fantasy 16 when I was on the highway and oh, I no. went really fast yeah and I'm like oh I'm gonna switch to something else yeah that happens that to is- me with Motley Crue but yeah. That is the power of Silken, honestly. All right, I'm going to shift us to best RPG for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. So we have the usual suspects of Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, and then we have Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. So yeah, Love you know the Starfield. the totally yeah yeah you know the um um yeah the the RPG of uh, Final Fantasy sixteen right? It's an RPG because it says Final Fantasy in it. <laughs> Listen, I love Final Fantasy sixteen. It has RPG elements. It is not an RPG. It is not an RPG. It yeah, is the, a significantly more intense Devil May Cry. Yeah, it's an action game. Yeah, it, that's what it is. Like. It's very strange that that game is there. Again, I love F16, not an RPG. It's strange that that's there and a lot of other games. Especially with the voting jury. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Octopath Traveler. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a big snub for this this category. In fact, does Octopath Traveler 2 even have any nominations at all? Nope. That's ridiculous. So, soundtrack wise, it should be. So, uh, uh, again, we should really mention about how these nominations are come about because it's voted on by a giant panel of journalists, influencers. I can't remember. Like, there, there's a lot of people that it that these are all like, "Hey, put your nominations in," and then Jeff compiles the Game Awards compiles the top voted ones in those categories and then sends them out and then sends it out to for voting. So. So they they might have voted on them like that might have gotten in there, but it just didn't meet the cutoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it just stinks that we are at the point where uh, I mean it it is all that genre specific nonsense, anyways, and stuff is so like genre specific or or genre like agnostic now. Yeah. Where I mean, Call of Duty has RPG mechanics, and it's had it for years. Like, is Call of Duty an RPG? I wouldn't consider Liza P an RPG, Absolutely but not. then does that mean that no Souls game is an RPG? Ah! Oh, that's a good point, actually. Questions! Yeah, yeah, I think I think for this category, I'm going to keep it simple. Personally, my favorite RPG from this badge, obviously, is Starfield. Uh, but I think in terms of just technical merit and the amount of branching decision-making and the impact it has on the story, probably Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, but yeah. then at the same time, like, how do you really define an RPG? Like, is it the I mean, ability to be anyone you can be in a game like Starfield or following a multitude of paths in something like Baldur's Gate 3? That's so like, and uh... I think Baldur's Gate is probably fits the definition of it 
to the most T like to the most traditional the, way, right? The most traditional way. I mean, we right. would, if, if we had a JRPG in here or like a turn, another turn-based RPG, well, we have sea of stars. Yeah. Like yeah. just look at the comparison between that. I mean, Baldur's Gate is turn-based, but a core RPG versus a, you know, we have like three different schools of thought here. Yeah. Uh, between that and the Western RPG of Starfield. Um, out of those, I would uh, I still have to give it to Baldur's Gate personally, even though I played the most of of Starfield, but I still think the quality of Baldur's Gate is hard to to miss. No, I, I do agree with that. I think this is one of those things where it's and like... it's not Bluey Chewak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. could it? It could be. be. <laughs> Bluey is what you want to make it. A bluey action RPG. No, let's not do that. No, I, I get what you mean. I think I think it really is like Starfield is my preferred RPG, but in terms of yeah, like that traditional what you expect a role playing game to be, Baldur's Gate three, easily. Like I was, I made some decisions in Act One, and I want to see how much it varies. And did Lord. you kick the squirrel? Uh, I haven't even met the squirrel yet. Okay. Well, are you playing Dark Urge? No, I'm playing a. All right. You're. Yeah. Then, well, like the Dark Urge is its own like quest line. Like. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, I it's... think you. Anyways. I'm Best okay action Ooh, adventure is one that I really want to get to. Ooh. Mainly because it has a bunch of games that have all been nominated that we've talked about. And it also has Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which to me, <laughs> give me this win for Star Wars. There is a sequence. There's two of them. There are two sequences in this game that literally took my breath away. Like, I was standing up at my television, like, literally not breathing as I was going through this. Like, it was the definition of action adventure for me. <laughs> I mean, it's in itself Spider-Man. And so, yeah, mm, and like Spider-Man was great and all, but like I said, there was just those couple of sequences in Jedi Survivor that just blew me away, and I will be thinking about them on my deathbed. I unfortunately, I think that the uh, Jedi Survivor is going to be like Horizon, where oh, yeah. it's really good and just. But I, I, I think this has to be Spider-Man. Also, Which, why is I mean, Alan Wake here? here? <laughs> That's not an action or an adventure game. It's a horror game. But there's no horror genre per se. Uh, and that's so dumb. I know. And why would you put survival horror one. games in here? It's just I mean, then, Yeah, like both Alan Wake 2 and Resident Evil 4 technically should not be here. That requires another category. Uh, hold well, up. Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4 started the action action side of the resident that, Evil like series. action horror genre kind of yes right? because of the action of kicking and 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 it way they sh the, the shooting is different from the standing from the edge of the thing and then you yeah, can't the just point controls. just either yeah yeah but you uh, still I have to deal with like thing. inventory management oh. and all those hallmarks yeah. of right. still it's yeah. still yeah. like it you know like you said, Resident Evil 4 started that in, in that same vein. Dead Space also jumped really hard into that. Yeah. So and 
it just we there's always going to be horror games and even uh another one that came out that um i was looking when i was looking at the calendar of releases slay the princess is something that should totally be on if there was a horror genre like a horror uh best horror game should definitely be on that list that game is weird and creepy and is also one of the better scored games of the year And I like how I'm the only one that knows about it. <laughs> I'm just Googling well, it. Right I mean, now. I've heard of it. It's actually yeah. on my wish list on Steam. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I, I just remember there was a, a short time frame where every, really, really? <laughs> hey. Where everyone, like everyone that, at least on my timeline, was talking about it for about a week. Um, everybody's like, dude, have you heard about this game? This game is crazy. And then everybody was playing it. And then, yeah. And then Alan for Wake like 2 a came week out. And then. <laughs> I think in terms of this category, oh, it, I haven't played it yet. I still want to play it. But I think when I look at this and I think action adventure, I do think Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I don't know. Something about that just screams like a good kind of old-fashioned adventure. Like Spider-Man 2 is an open-world superhero game, which is great. Alan Wake 2 and Resident Evil 4 horror. Oh, well, Tears of the Kingdom 2, yeah. actually. You know what? This can go to anyone at this point. I think I think mine would be Alan Wake 2, probably. If this was... And I know we have action game as well. Um, if this was adventure game, I would say Jedi Survivor. But because it is listed as action adventure, I would have to... Uh, hang it. Yeah, this is tough. I still think it would have to... It's going to go to... I, I still think it's going to go to Spider-Man, no matter what we say. But Probably. yeah, I would. I mean, if it was there if again, we had, too. if we had just an adventure category, because it's like uh, I would categorize Uncharted and that stuff in that same vein, where that to me is what adventure means. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff in Jedi Survivor, like it gave this uncharted 2 fangirl, you know, major warm feelies. <laughs> the the first one did that. The first one was very very much like I mean that's how I felt with it at least. <sighs> Sorry, that was what I wanna, was it? I want to go play it again now. Fallen Jedi order. Boy. Thank you. Oh, that one's fun. I need to finish that one. Oh, it's good. It's very good. Makes Still me want to go play Survivor. it again. Has has one of the play mo- Survivor. Has one of the best WTF moments in it. In uh, in Fallen Order. Oh God! Yep. Where you go? (laughs) Is that blank? And you go, oh. (laughs) Yeah, at that point I was like, should I just put the controller down? I have no chance, right? You know, you guys saying that? I think that was part of. uh, I think that came out as a commercial. One of the ads. It's somebody talked about that. If I, I don't want to say, um, fight, I'll just confirm. There, I, I don't want to say. Confirm it. It. You fight Jar Jar Binks. You fight, yeah, you fight Jar Jar yeah. Binks at the end. Excuse me. And he just rips you apart. Excuse me. That's Lord Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Phantom Menace. He was too much of a coward to do it. Damn you, George. Mostly yep. a menace. Best action game. I actually don't have a horse in the race here. Because I did not play any oh. of these games this year. Armored Core. 
armored core. <laughs> I played like two hours of armored core. You have armored core six, Dead Island two, Ghost Runner two, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant two. Okay, so I have played a lot of armored core. I've played a lot of Hi-Fi, and I played a lot of Remnant two. Um, I know the qualities from Dead Island and Ghost Runner. Um, I, but I don't. I just don't think that those two measure up to the other ones. Not saying they're bad games, just saying they don't measure up to those three. Um, I, God, I wish they are so different. Um, Like hi-fi I feel is the, and I know I've already espoused it and I'm already biased enough as I've been talking about it. It just feels like that's what an action game is. That said, Armor Core 6, God, I don't know how you get more. I mean, what would you even call it outside of like an action game? Like what else, What a mecha game or uh, it almost feels like an ace combat in some situations. Like, would you consider it a vehicle shooter game? Um. And then Remnant 2 is another Souls-like. That is fantastic. It's more Remnant. Everything is better, bigger. One of the coolest in-boss battles I've ever seen in a game. Like, that game is... uh, Boss battles are ace start to finish. Um, And did it just come out on Game Pass? Yeah. It shadow dropped on Game Pass. Uh, Like, it came out, and then everybody jumped on it. Both it and the original Remnant, which... uh, Look, they're not perfect games. They have their issues, but they are a fun time. You can play them co-op and not talk to anybody. You don't have to talk to anybody. It has a very cool roguelike element to them where the world itself, gener- like each uh, level you're in, is generates itself uh, with different battles and instances. Um, Play Remnant. Play Remnant 2. They're both great. Uh. My favorite out of these, though, obviously, is going to be a tie between Hi-Fi and Armor Core. Popularity by itself, I think Armor Core is going to win this. Um, I think Armor Core or Hi-Fi Rush, to be honest. But this isn't a. Luckily, this one isn't a popularity contest. This is one that critiques. This and this could be the one that everybody throws to Hi-Fi as like the consolation <laughs> or to armor core is a consolation because it's not in other categories i don't think oh true i think it's in as yeah, just best action game that's Which is ridiculous so yeah. as an aside um do any of y'all know who zuli the witch is no sounds familiar so zuli the witch is a content creator on youtube and she does these fantastic uh, comparisons about going through the code of Souls games and uh, finds like, you know, misplaced code or stuff that doesn't exist in the game anymore, or finds different things like that. Like, hey, this is why this one, this uh, enemy does this instead of this. Um, so from software, all their games are based on their same proprietary engine and you can just straight up put armored core assets into Elden Ring. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and, that's hilarious. And so the the so they what she did was uh one of her more recent videos was hey, we it's hard to tell the scale of your ACs because everything is huge in that game and our armored core. So 
they lift them and put them into uh Elden Ring and you can see how big everything is and the the strider is like as big as the map it's hilarious if uh, any of y'all have got to that battle no okay i haven't cool. but i know i think i know which, which fight you're talking about <laughs> it's I've seen. it's it's one of those where it's like uh it's a very shadow of the colossus type thing where yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about <laughs> you're you start the level and you're like all right where's my enemy and then you see the landscape movie you go there it is it's incredible i'm gonna talk myself into saying armored core for this anyways and we're gonna tie you to it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I it's Mecca. It's Mecca. It's so. Cr- mm. I need to. I think I still have it downloaded. I need to load it up. You God, do it. I even remember how to play this game? <laughs> if you're if you're asking Dad about us about a From Software game, the answer is no. I bought a controller for this game. <laughs> I I bought a uh, it was a, a a controller that has back paddles on it, and it was like fifty percent off. It's a really good controller. One of those nice. pro, pro things. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, Thrustmaster something or other. I don't remember. <laughs> it's a... All right, best ongoing game. Woo! Oh. All right, awarded <laughs> to a game for outstanding <laughs> development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Final Fantasy much as I, 14. As much as I no, love Cyberpunk. how it's Cyberpunk has turned it game. around, when you compare Cyberpunk to the rest of these games, it just doesn't fit. It's, it's a weird game. comparison to make. It's very yeah. weird, especially with the absolute resurgence Halo Infinite's having right now, or so many other actual ongoing games. Because ongoing suggests it's a live service. Right. Right. And they've already, you know... Most of CD Projekt Red has already moved on to the next iteration of Cyberpunk and the next iteration of The Witcher, if memory serves. Yes. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's a single-player game. I'm extremely amazed by how they've turned the game around. Like, I just started my second playthrough right now, but the fact that No Man's Sky is not on this list is insane. But uh, but No Man's Sky has been a mainstay on this list for, like, the last six years, so... Well, I mean, in the last year, <laughs> No Man's Sky came to Max Silicon, you know, an entirely mm-hmm. new freaking platform, bringing yeah. all the other available content and the new content that has launched this year. So it's just like, they deserve yeah. that spot on oh, this yeah. list. <laughs> and I, I know it's Mimi, but have y'all seen Fortnite recently? Honestly, I'm actually impressed by how it looks right now. Fortnite, amount of changes. Yeah, it. Not only that, it's also because they swapped it to Unreal Five. It looks absolutely insane. Like it's incredible how good the game looks, even though it's all cartoony and everything. And I know, like we, there's a reason that it still is in the top games played. Like it's, it's not because it's just. Like, like if they were to stay on their laurels, it it would have fallen off. They they would have they've seen dips before, but nothing is compared to like look at Apex. Uh, Apex has been going through some pretty kind of more troubled waters over the last uh, six months or so. It still is strong, but it's not. I I still think that out of all these games, I don't. I'm not going to say that it 
deserve. I'm just saying, don't count out Fortnite just because it's yeah. you know, oh, it's Fortnite. Yeah, I think well, like, that. I think. Oh, sorry. No, you go. I think that mentality of like, oh, it's Fortnite, something even I've had in the past. Oh like, yeah. Recently, same. I played it with some people, and it was it was fun. Like, it might not be for me end of the day. But just to see how much it's changed, evolved, switched to engines. I believe it just changed its entire animation set or how it works yeah. recently or something. That's insane. And when you have something like that, and Cyberpunk is taking that spot from someone like No Man's Sky or Halo, it's just weird. You know? I just got flashbanged by the Bandai Namco screen. <laughs> Are you playing Armored Core right now? Listen, I loaded it up. It's not like I just wanted to look at the mechs in the background and look at my mech. Um, sorry, Amanda, oh, what were you saying? But you know what? You know but I know what? too. I'm sorry to... Like my knowledge. Oh. oh, sorry. My knowledge of Apex is mostly Alan these days, and um. I know, like, with him, the last two legends that have been introduced have really put some juice back in the game from what I've gotten from him, especially the last one, Conduit. Mm -hmm. um, and then they've put in a couple of really awesome game modes these past few months, so I think that's probably what earned them the Game Awards nomination this year. Because, yeah, I mean, earlier in the year, you know, the Apex scene was waning, but you know what? Uh, one of the things that I've seen of uh, talking about Fortnite uh, regarding is how they've been evolving and changing uh, throughout the years. I mean, it's a fun game that you can just jump with random people or your friends. Uh, the mechanics and the things is very simple. It's a very lighthearted kind of game. Fun to fun to fun in the whole sense of the the cartoons and. The different graphics, because you see the different skins. They, I saw one video with a lot of people with different skins, a little bit more realistic, a little bit more comic-y, a little bit more cartoonish, a little bit more anime. Mm -hmm. and, and especially when they bring things like when they did the Dragon Ball thing where you can do Kamehameha's and use a, a flying Nimbus. Uh, that was legendary. I, I, I'm not a big Fortnite player. Of that just the addition of that and me able to just randomly kamehameha somebody in a truck and exploding and making mayhem <laughs> that was amazing that that that's just incredible yeah and i'm gonna speak a little bit about Final fantasy 14's past year they announced phil came on the stage and announced it's coming to xbox early next year yes oh my we God, have I can't wait we have dawn trail the next brand new arc coming to the game as well with the Endwalker was the end of the zodiac heidelin saga and now this is the beginning of a completely new saga mm -hmm. which yoshi p is saying like this is going to be probably the next 10 years of the game oh yeah and this game still has legs it is massively popular it's... i think it's has like what a ridiculous 50 million subscribers or something like that i have no idea it's it Oh, and uh, A Realm Reborn also won it in 2021 and 22. Yeah, it, yeah. it's um, Final Fantasy XIV is a MMORPG that has the quality of of writing that you would get from a single player Final Fantasy game. Like it is one of the best written Final Fantasies and A Realm Reborn isn't even like the best written part of it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah, ongoing, it should be there, um, absolutely. 
I don't, um, honestly, I also feel, um, I was just like looking at my, my games played and I totally forgot like Warframe should be on this list. Um, Warframe is continued to iterate and continue to release free content and has done it. I mean, they've had a couple of, of hiccups, um, with one of their, um, one of their paid packs, like skin packs over the last year, but they quickly fixed it. And like, I don't know of any other, uh, a game that's really like what they do. And I feel like they're, they should definitely be on this list. I'm going to spin that into also talking about, um, that Genshin. Genshin is incredible. Mihoyo has like completely redefined what it means to be a mobile title, even though it's on both PC and uh, PlayStation. It is a game like Genshin is basically, hey, what if you played uh, Breath of the Wild, but all of these characters have their own uh, kits of skills and stuff? It's uh, even though uh, I know it's gotcha, but it's ongoing. It still is going way strong. Also, every single character voice acted. Also, all of them different voice actors. Yeah, just ridiculous. And then they're like, "Oh, you know what? Um, you don't like the action genre? How about we release a turn-based RPG one?" <sighs> that the Star Rail? Yeah, Hon- Honkai. I love Honk. Yeah. I love that word, Honkai Star Rail. Yeah, it's yeah. They're they're insane people over there. Also, incredible music. Oh yeah, I know nothing about. Genshin Impact, but I have a couple of songs on one of my playlists. Yeah. All right, we're getting to our last few categories that I wanted to talk about. Best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. We have Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, so the expansion, Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man 2. Ooh. Five games I haven't played. <laughs> um, uh, but of them, I've heard... Uh, I'm sorry, Robin, but I've heard that uh, you can you can counteract this because this is just, again, secondhand knowledge, yeah. uh, that 16's narrative kind of drives a little, like it tails off a little bit in the second half. Now, I don't know if that impacted you the same way that I've heard it impact other people. Maybe they were just being more critical of it. But It was uh, definitely a shift, but it fits the overall story really well, yeah. and the payoff is very strong at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay. I know I did hear a lot of criticism about, like, I would say some of the pacing in some parts of the game wasn't the best. There were some parts where it's like a lot happened, then it's a lot of missions of pretty much nothing. But never really got in the way of the overall experience at all. Like so, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that is definitely like a a taste thing because I never felt like that. Okay, that's I wanted to get your clarification on it because that's uh, yeah, I could, all I've heard. Um, I don't think, but when I look at the rest of these uh, and everything, I know that Alan Wake does. I I I think Alan Wake has to take it because it's yep the, the remedy. I've said it many times before. 
Remedy has such a special brain of bullshit. <laughs> and and uh, even I have to say that as much as I loved what Insomniac did telling the Spider-Man 2 story, I mean, yeah, Remedy's got that special brand of just passion insanity that they just make work. <laughs> it's like, it's just such a weird, like, nobody told them that games no longer use FMVs. And they just said, okay, we'll just keep using those. Uh, Sam Marlowe would, you know, beg yeah. to differ. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, okay, but games that aren't just FMV. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, they're like, um, hey, you know what? You get to sit and watch this TV screen while this actor plays a scientist that's a character in this game that you're playing. Will you find them? Probably not. And... Uh, Oh, and also, this one has a talk show in it. Why? Sh- shut up. <laughs> because it can. Yeah. Because it can. That's the thing. Like, from the outside, it looks like, you know, Remedy's brand of bullshit. Where it, it's, it's like such a quirky and weird, but it all connects. And that's the insane it works. part. It yeah, works. it like works other, perfectly. So many other, like, it's, it seems like a jumbled mess, like you said, from the outside, but. You know, like I've been playing through Alan Wake One, right? Not even the remaster, like the original, and you can definitely see the bones of that. It, I, I remember playing Max Payne growing up, and I remember yeah. the bones of that being there too. Um, not to the extent of the Alan Wake, and then Quantum Break, and then Control. Oh, Control. Like you could see each iterative step of them, like trying the things out and trying the new thing and trying it again and refining it, and it just seems like it's all come together with Alan Wake Two. Yeah, Alan Wake 2, like, I'm a huge fan of Control in the original Alan Wake, but is... Huh? Oh, what? Hello? It wasn't me, I promise. No, uh... Craig? Craig. No, Craig. Okay, it reconnected, though. It's still recording. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, Alan Wake 2, it definitely is a leap. Oh, no, okay, not a leap, but it's more like... Remedy being remedy to its full extent without any mm-hmm. hesitation. It's like they don't care about conforming. They don't care about, you know, the usual or standards or what's already been done. They really did say, hey, we're going to take all the stuff that we as a company loved about our storytelling and we're just going to build on that no matter what, like the FMVs, which, yep. by the way, were awesome. And it's mm-hmm. nice seeing them go all in and stuff like that. Remedy, uh, I would say it's like remedy refined because of all like the kind of edges, like when you play Quantum Break and it's like, you know, the breaks that you would have in where it would go into its 40 minute episodes and then in Control where you would have those interstitials of going and finding the scientists or whatever talking about stuff, Dr. Whatever his name is. And but yeah, now it just seems like it's all it's all come together. It's all they they finally got it all down pat. And then some. I I'm really hoping one thing with these game awards is we get news on the new game plus, because as soon as they announce it, and as soon as it comes out, I will play it again. I'm ready to go back to that universe. It's such a bizarre, unlike anything else I've played this year. All in the guise, I would say, of a survival horror game because it's so much more than that. 
God, I love this game. And we're going to close out our predictions with most anticipated game. So Silk we have song. Final Fantasy <laughs> 7 Silk song. Nick, wake up. There is no Silk, Silk song. song. There is Silk Song. We've seen it. They've shown it. They just did Team Cherry are crazy people and they can't stop. You think they won't. Somebody has to stop them. You know, honestly, I don't know how that didn't make it on this list. Uh, Hades it was supposed to come out this year. They still haven't said it's delayed. Like a dragon, infinite wealth. Star Wars. Yes. My personal pick, which should be the winner because blah, Star Wars Outlaws and Tekken 8. And Ubisoft should stay if the damn game was delayed out of its first release window or not, because I am going crazy because I need this game in my life. <sighs> okay, I'm better now. Um, Of all the games on this list, though, Rebirth. Like, it's Rebirth. Like, there's... We've already... We've been waiting for almost four years now for the next... Like, to continue that story. And Final Fantasy VII Remake... I really wish they had a better name for it because now it's just remake rebirth. And then I don't remember what the last one will be named, but yeah, it, no, it's... yeah, there is one more after rebirth. Yep. There will be a, a trilogy. Yeah. Well, and then and... there was intergrade and well, yeah. Remake intergrade and I like... just want to be like, is there a remake tardigrade? <laughs> ha ha. There's just a, uh, no, that's a... okay. Let me just explain my line of thinking. I thought you said tardigrade, and then I was like tardigrade, like the water bear, like uh, space bears or whatever they're called, water bears, right? And then I was like, no, that's Behemoth, because in Behemoth, in one of their games, there's the bear that crashes into Earth, and then, yeah. What was that? The Pit People. That's what that game was called. Anyways, ADHD. Um, yeah, I, I really think... Um, Yakuza fans will say infinite wealth and they will be correct. Um, but uh, Hades 2, okay, Hades 2 on this list. I have a bone to pick. That game is not coming out in the next two years. Well, similar to Silk Song. Shut up. <laughs> the difference is Silk Song has been under active development. Hades only started active development this year. Yeah. And not only that, well, it's not hoping. even in, it's not even an early access yet because yeah, there's no assets for the game. <laughs> they haven't even made anything for it yet. Like, guys, what are we doing? Why is this on the list? I get it's anticipated, but don't put anticipated as games that are probably coming out next year. <sighs> yeah, not, I feel like. Well, okay. To be fair, here there is no time limit on the category because oh, all it says is recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. Silk Song. How many times <laughs> do I have to say that? that Twenty twenty six. So I mean, <sighs> next year it's going to have you know Grand Theft Auto on it. But also, yeah, Grand Theft Auto Six should totally be on this list as well. Because are you kidding me? Like I think, what's the view counter up now? What do we? Uh, what? Uh, let me get. Give me your estimates. What? What do you think? No, nobody look it up. Uh, One fifty. Uh, ninety six. Well, it broke a hundred. Oh God, hundred and ten. Yeah. One seventy. Uh, let's see. Where are you? God, I hate how I have to search on YouTube 
for I found Rockstar? It, I found okay. Yeah. It is at 115 million views. Yep. To be specifics. Uh, one fifty. Oh no, it doesn't even give me anything on that. Yeah, just one fifteen. It's oh, already uh, it's that 115, is one two six four. That six. broke the record of a musical video in twenty four hours. Not a music video, regular video. No, it broke both. Because uh, I think because like um, it's it's now chasing uh like a BTS video to be like the most like watched in twenty four hours. I think. Jesus. I yeah, might I be wrong beat, there. I, I thought I know it beat it. Mr. Beast enough uh, over 24 hours. It also beat the lifetime views of the original GTA 5 trailer. Yeah, because even that's I, only at 100 million. Yeah, but the graphic yeah. looks straight And that took 12 years to get there. It is. Oh my God. We Can we talk about it a little bit? Because that oh. trailer is incredible. I don't know why I'm always surprised about what Rockstar does. Like I, I know, right? But every time you see it, whatever your expectations are, like, okay, I know it's gonna look this good, and then they drop the trailer. And you're even, like, oh. even like when the Red Dead Two trailer dropped back in like 2018, whenever that was, it was like, oh my god, yeah, I should really, yeah, okay. BTS's record for the most watched YouTube video in 24 hours was 108.2 million. Oh, wow, 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 wow. We made a don't make all the K pop stands mad. <laughs> Look, I'm not, we're not coming after you, BTS. We love you. We love you. We love you, BTS Army. You're cool. Like, Swifties are cool. I did not compare you two. I'm just saying you're both cool. <laughs> I like the disclaimer. Robin, why would you say such a thing? Oh, oh, so whoa, yeah, whoa. Guinness, Guinness confirmed. Guinness took to X to announce that the first trailer for GTA 6 and stupid ad. Hang on. It's not even and, been 24 hours yet, but we can confirm that the GTA 6 trailer is already the most viewed video game reveal on YouTube in 24 hours. Incredible. Like, I, I know it sucks because they had to release it too early. Because of don't leak shit. Don't be yeah, don't, don't be dumb. leak shit. Come on. Leaking is dumb, man. You um, really, people couldn't wait 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. Right. And apparently it was uh, a developer's son, which oh good well, job. I don't I don't think this leak was from the developer's kid. No, yeah, the trailer the, wasn't okay. the leak. The first Oh, the first leak. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because well, something leaked like a week or two ago. Or I uh, think it was No, it was last year. I yeah. think like part of this trailer leaked and it was like super bad footage too. And then there was like a bunch of footage as well, like game, like pre alpha or some or alpha game footage. But God, this is, it's going to break so much uh, when it comes out. Oh yeah. And anyways, it should be on the most anticipated list. Let's just be honest. It's the entire world is waiting for that. Like it's transcended like just our our you know enthusiast gaming space. Yeah. I also feel like there's two games that I'm most anticipating next year, like for sure, hopefully next year anyway, that aren't even in this list. Uh the next Stalker, which I'm extremely oh, excited yeah. about. Stalker 2. And uh the follow-up game from the makers of Void Bastards, 
Oh, Wild yeah. Bastards. I'm so excited for that. That's I think those sick. two are probably my most anticipated games next year. I wonder most... if they're going to do as much like Western nonsense that like they did with the uh, like <laughs> the Scottishness of that game. <laughs> I hope so. I I, I really love Void Bastards just to hear, see them like not do a sequel, but just like different. Like, just a completely. Yeah, just a, I was expecting a sequel, but yeah, a completely different kind of uh, like space to play in and and stuff. Uh, go play Void Bastards. It's great. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good game. And then, of course, like like I mentioned, like Stalker 2. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if um, if the universe loves me, maybe announce a new Metro so I can, you know, feel well, yeah, good again. Yeah, Stalker 2. Yeah, but, like, I also love the Metro universe. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I want them so bad. Oh wait, and the next Dragon Age. It's not coming next year. Don't get your it's, hopes up. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, no. they're gonna reveal it this upcoming summer, so I mean, it might be on the list if. Yeah, I want to say like early twenty. It's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I have a small hope of, uh, like I don't, I hate saying it, but I don't have a lot of hope in Bioware, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. But I I don't know maybe we'll maybe they'll maybe I'm just too cynical for my own good there I have a secret small hope that there's like some skeleton team in there that's still working on Anthem and can like m- maybe turn that into something like you know revitalize it a la No Man's Sky or something I don't expect it because they're owned by EA but I can hope you know I can, they, I can have laid off those people I can yeah. have unrealistic expectations. Yeah, like Silk Song. Silk Song is not unrealistic. That that game was supposed to come out this year. We've seen it. Like <laughs> we've seen it. It's just Team Cherry can't stop working. They're they're they have to be they have to stop. This was supposed to be a DLC that came out three years ago. And they just said, Yeah, we just kept making the game. Hey, you know what else was supposed to be a DLC? Factions hmm. on The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> What's that? Uh, another game that's never coming out. Yeah. Oh, oh you mean the Last of Us Two Remaster? It was yeah, supposed to be right? the multiplayer. Uh, I mean the, the multiplayer. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's yeah, but but remastered that has its uh roguelike mode in it because nothing says that violence is bad like doing it over and over again. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I'm not trying to speak ill of, of Last of Us Two because Lord knows my opinions on it are well known. Um, and quite honestly, I'm probably going to pick uh, up the $10 upgrade because I'm a sucker for uh, deleted scenes with developer content. <laughs> and that's really cool, but this could have been an update, man. Yeah, I know. I feel like they're milking people and people are like, well, it's just $10. I'm like, yeah, but it could have been an update. That's, that's well, why PlayStation you know is in the mind right now. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's that's a topic for another podcast. Yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, no, no, I mean, good, <laughs> like. Get your bag, do what you can. And it is a lot. They're doing a lot. To be fair, they've done a, a lot. Like a whole new mode is a lot of work. A yeah. whole new, uh, you know, like a, the, all those cut levels and stuff is a lot of work. That's great. But it's also only a three-year-old game. Why is it being remastered again? This is, it's a becoming a meme at this point. Like, yeah, I just, somebody remake Uncharted 2. I just really so you want another Last a- of Us remastered? <laughs> yeah, I know, that's what, if i if i ever like said that to someone at naughty dog so it's like 
So Uncharted 2 remake, maybe? And, they would go, they, oh, no, 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 we already remade The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, their internal translator would, would just, them. yeah, their internal translator would just change it to Last of Us. I just don't understand why they won't remake the first Last of Us, though. You know? <laughs> Give us one more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't, yeah, just... Give us a roguelite mode for Last of Us 1. Or, or... Or oh, factions for the you. Last of Us One remake, which they, didn't the Last <laughs> of Us One remake not come with a, a multiplayer mode? It did not. Yep. No, no, no. May, oh, maybe I wonder why. Double remake, Last of Us Part One Anyways, and the, Two the, uh, together. We're getting, we're getting. Sorry, yeah. I'm not. Uh, it is not part of my most anticipated list. I don't. I'm not looking forward to another Last of Us game. The TV show, on the other hand, yes, which isn't going to be here till 2025. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to just take its place with Arcane Two, <laughs> which is fine, but it doesn't come out until the fall of next year. So I gotta watch that show too. God. Oh, it's so good. There's so many things to watch, man. Yeah. <laughs> Too, too I'm many. watching that and Scott uh, Scott Pilgrim right now. Scott Pilgrim is so good. Oh, I just recently I watched the movie show. It's, the movie was awesome. It's underrated uh, and it's love it. Oh yeah, well you should watch the show. Yeah, because the right. show is based on the. We're gonna comic. have to. We're gonna have to save the movie and TV show podcast for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly with the game awards, honestly, we're just hoping that no one crashes the stage. Oh Jeff God, showcases. <laughs> Jeff showcases some diversity and you know flute guy is back so I want I flute just, guy to just do his thing you know what <laughs> I just want Jeff <gasps> to pull out a gun and shoot somebody yeah, can we get the screaming cowboy there <laughs> oh boy. quick somebody ask the guy who you know crashed the stage about GTA 6 how he's doing hopefully he's in you know I don't know French jail or something I just feel like if he returns, he was at TwitchCon. If he returns to crash the state, I feel like we should just give permission to Jeff to just tackle the man off the stage. No, I'm saying like give Jeff a gun and let him shoot somebody. No, what a not, taser! Don't condone murder. I'm not condoning murder. I'm not saying he's getting <laughs> killed. I'm just saying I want Jeff to go kablamo and like want... and then say now what. No, you know, I want where's Bill Clinton act. now, you motherfucker? I'll say no. I want him to at close range. Really hurts. For a teaser. Anyway, I, I wanted to get. Tackled. We're gonna wrap this up, and uh, I'm sure this conversation's gonna continue while we uh, take our stretch break before our signing off period. But we'll be right back. All right, guys. So as usual. I'm going to let my co-hosts talk about where you can find them and what they're up to. Let's see. Starting tonight with Chulak. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. So you guys can find IG, uh, KMV for gaming uh, and in Twitch and Twitter as Chulak C H E W L O K. That's it. All right, Robin and Nick, fight amongst yourselves. Nick, I'll let you go. All right. Oh, oh, thank you for letting me for allowing me this opportunity, You're Mr. Welcome. Robin, sir. <laughs> um, I actually meant to ask Chulak if GTA uh, was any if it reminded him of home. Oh, what do you mean? Oh. 
Florida? No, that's not my home. Florida? Florida? Hell no, that's yeah. not my home. I mean, I lived there, but oh, hell no, that's not my home. <laughs> I, I meant to ask you the accuracies of it, but well, uh, that'll be for later. Oh my god, this this um, is is just stupid over here. That's all I have to say. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, yeah, I'm Anthrometal, aka Nick, and uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Anthrometal. That's A-N-T-H-R-O-M-E-T-A-L. You can actually just find that everywhere on Twix, Twix uh, Blue Sky, and on uh, Threads, Instagram, Reddit, um, Facebook, everywhere. I, I think YouTube. Um, I'm back into streaming, so catch me Tuesdays and Thursdays on the Twitch channel and then also on the weekend I've been trying to do stuff. Um and then yeah, of course on the R uh, uh blah, 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 I I was going to say Graw and I was like that's not the right thing. I literally had to look at the name of our Discord. Uh Gaming Access Weekly. Why can't I not? Uh, it's late for me. I'm supposed to be in bed already. It's the age I understand. Hey you want to look like this you gotta make some sacrifices who am i who are you where am i <laughs> when what am i doing all right i'll let you go now robin thank hey. you <laughs> uh, <welcome>. my, name... <laughs> my name is robin you can find me on twitter at specter robin that's s-p-e-c-t-r-e-r-o-b-i-n specter like the people from mass effect and i just want to say Happy the day before release eve, everyone. Tomorrow we find out if it's real or not. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say no. Also, the day before doesn't exist. (laughs) Just like abandoned. And just like Silk Song. No, Silk Song. We've been over this. (laughs) Hey, we have footage of day before too, man. No, we don't. That's not real. An AI made that. Stop it. (laughs) And yep, that's Don't do Team Cherry like this. (laughs) That's about it for me. Oh man, and I'm Amanda. Um, you can find me at the Starbuck, like the Battlestar Galactica character, 86x, basically everywhere, you know. I don't know, just Google that and you'll find me. Um, you know, I'm doing stuff. Go to gamingaccessweekly.substack.com. Woo! All right, 2024 is coming. And we're going to promise to try to be on some sort of schedule again. Woo! Life! Yay! Even if it's just once a month. We appreciate your support. And remember, you can watch the Game Awards Thursday night, December 7th at 4.30 Pacific and 7.30 Eastern. Huzzah! Good night, everybody. Peace. Night. Goodbye. Goodbye.